0: To become a member, visit support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's crime does not pay on the shadow. This episode originally aired February 2nd, 1941, and it's called Nightmare at Galsbury.
1: Thrilling Adventures
2: of the Shadow are on the air, brought to you each week by the Blue Coal Dealers of America. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay. Today's story Nightmare at Galesbury. close the window, nurse. It's beginning to pour again.
1: Yes, Dr. Blair.
2: Now, sir, why do you wish my death? Can't you understand that we here at the sanatorium are doing everything in our power to restore your health of mind again? I don't wish your
1: death, not at all. That's not the case at all, you know. What is, then? It's difficult to explain. That is, I don't quite... Ah, there. There. There, we saw the lightning then. Now we know that thunder is coming. There, you see. We didn't wish it, but we knew it must come. Just so do I know that death is coming for you, Dr. Blair. There are more things in heaven and earth than you dream of, Doctor.
2: What's led you to think of my death? I've been
1: told about it. Told? Who's told you? There are more things in heaven and earth than you do. Who has told you? A greater intellect than either you or I speaks to me, Dr. Blair. All the many things I know, he tells me. He who no one believed, just as no one believes. Cogliostro again. Yes, the immortal Cogliostro. Count
2: Cogliostro died in the Bastille in the 18th century. He died. He's dead. Can't I appeal to your reason to give up this ridiculous obsession? After all, you were a man of science. What?
1: I am a man of science. I am. My grasp of science is the greatest in the world, sir. He teaches me. He guides my hands. Yes, 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 yes. Your brain, your puny brain, is too dull, too blurred, too limited to comprehend the vastness of my knowledge. That will do. The interview is over. Such a scientific nonentity as you, Dr. Blair. Well, Macpherson, return the patient to his room, miss. Yes. yes, doctor. Uh, return to my room, mm-hmm. Such a feeble minded dabbler is not fit to be apprenticed to a man of my stature. Are you, Dr. Blair?
2: Yes, Macpherson. Take him away. Come along
1: now, sir. Very well, I go. I'm your patient and your prisoner. But believe me, there are more things in heaven and earth than you dream of, Doctor. Well, that's I could do. Strange.
2: Strange? What?
1: Oh, he keeps repeating that. More things in heaven and earth than you dream of.
2: Well, he was one of our foremost scientists once, you know. Experimented with insulin in mental cases long before the rest of us dreamed of the possibility. Successfully? No. His, his most important experiment failed. An experiment on which he had based all his hopes. I see. Contrary to all his theories, a patient, a young girl, I believe, died after treatment. It was too much for him. His nerves went, and after that, he lost all confidence in himself. It was then as a kind of compensation that he developed the idea that the ghost of Cagliostro watches over him.
1: You take quite an interest in this case, don't you?
2: Mm, I suppose I do. I, I've been working desperately hard to cure it.
1: You work too hard, Doctor. Much too hard. I don't believe you've had a free moment in weeks. Oh, really, Dr. Blair, you should relax, you know.
2: Well, nurse, no, Friday night I'm having friends down for the weekend. You've heard me speak of them, I think. Lamont Cranston Margot Lane? Oh, yes. yes. And I mean to let everything slide and do nothing but enjoy myself until Monday morning. What is
1: it? You notice how the lights are dimming?
2: Yeah, the storm. Uh, I hope it doesn't upset the power plant at Galesbury.
1: They're going fast. I guess I'd better get some candles. it.
2: Yes? What was that? What? Didn't you hear anything? No. Uh, maybe you're right about my nerves, hmm? Perhaps I'd. I heard that. It was a shot. Listen, there's some kind of disturbance in the hall. Call McPherson.
1: The lights are gone. I, I can't find the door. Hurt yourself? No, just stumbled. You find it? Yes, but it won't open. What do you mean? It's locked. Locked? From the outside. It's
2: impossible. Let me try it here. I don't see how do. oh, it is. MacPherson, McPherson. where are you, MacPherson? McPherson MacPherson, can you hear me? Open the door. <laughs> All huh? The village of Killsbury.
1: Oh, fresh air.
2: How's your head, Margot?
1: Oh, still aching nicely, thank you. Is this where Bill Blair lives?
2: Oh, no, he lives about 15 miles uh, over that way.
1: 15 miles? Oh, okay. How many cross town blocks is that in round numbers?
2: Well, I'm not sure, but I'd say approximately, uh, plenty. <laughs> <laughs> but he's sending his chauffeur for us, my lady, never fear.
1: Are you sure he said Friday night, Lamont?
2: Oh, absolutely. We're to pick him up at the sanitarium and then adjourn to the Manor House for a weekend of Bill's fresh milk, fresh eggs, and old supper. Oh, for
1: the place. yes. two places. Buy something, please, buy something.
2: Buy something, please. There's a blade. Well, there's... no, thanks, sir. afraid I don't need a thing. Buy something, mister. Something you need, mister. Buy something, please. You see anything you like, Marlowe? No, blade. not
1: a thing, Lamar. What? Oh, listen.
2: Didn't I say you promised to bring your sister's boy a present?
1: right, a... I did. Well,
2: there. We do need something after all. Buy something, please. Oh, there's there's a, there's a thing. Look. is yes. Jack now.
1: Very nice, sir. Very nice. 50 cents, Mr. 50 cents. Well, Lamar, I said I'd bring him something useful.
2: Well, now Why, dear, I was a boy once myself, and a knife like this would have come in very handy.
1: Very handy for a trunk murder, if you ask me. <laughs> very nice. Here you are, old man. Buy yeah. something more, please. Thank you, sir. Uh, thank you. You got the knife?
2: Uh huh. Right here in my pocket. Why oh, say? Remind me to call Weston around ten, would you, Margot? He may want to drive up and join us.
1: All right, I'll remember. How's your head? Still aches.
2: Uh, Bill will know exactly what to do for it when we get there.
1: That is, if we ever do get there.
2: <laughs> you go to sanistarium? Doctor Blair's, yes. Why, yes, yes. Uh, are you Bill's uh, chauffeur? Doctor Blair's chauffeur, named Thorfu. Car waiting. You come. Uh-huh.
1: Quite a chauffeur Bill's got. What do you suppose he is, West Indian?
2: I'd say so. He must be all of seven feet tall. A man that size could crack a skull with two fingers.
1: I hope he likes it.
2: <laughs> so do I.
1: Come now. Got a waiting.
2: But I don't particularly think he does. <clears throat> Coming. Come in, gentlemen. Come in, lady. If you'll just tell the doctor that Mister Cranston and Miss Lena here. Our hotel. Please, you wait here. Uh, thank you. Well, handsome little place Bill it has here, isn't it?
1: Yes, it's handsome, but I could easily develop an attack of the creeps just the same. <laughs> I'll be glad to. Bill Clay. What's that?
2: Knocking. Oh, the door over there. Somebody in the other room wants to get in. I'll see. Yes. What is it? Will you open the door, please? I'm locked in by mistake. Oh, just a second. Good evening. Do you know me? Know you, I... No, I don't think I do. That is unfortunate. I must then introduce
1: myself. I am Sigmund Arnold... The world-famous organist of whom you must have heard. Zygmunt Arnold, Arnold,
2: yes. Why, yes, we've heard of Zygmunt Arnold, but you...
1: Careful, dear, it's a patient. Just agree with him. Oh. Why, of course we've heard of you, Mr. Arnold. We're delighted. Dear child, thank you. I came here to be treated for
2: my nerves. They were never too good, you know. And now they won't seem to let me out. I haven't minded so much until tonight. But I have a concert at Angelus Hall, and I really must be there. Will you be good enough to help me
1: escape? Ah, uh, good evening, Miss Lane, Mr. Cranston. I am Dr. Griswold. I do hope I've not. Oh, oh see who's here. Number eight, you know you're not allowed in the reception room. Tofu? Tofu? Yes, Pat. Yes, Doctor. You'd better take number eight to his room, Tafu. No. And I think it might be wise to lock the door. Yes, Doctor. I will
2: not be locked in. I won't. I won't be locked in.
1: Strange case, number eight. Most unusual. Oh, I uh, beg your pardon. Won't you sit down? What can I do for you?
2: We've come to see Dr. Blair.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, Dr. Blair was called away on an emergency case. I think he'll be back shortly. Can I offer you something, a drink, perhaps? Thanks. The only thing that could possibly tempt me would be an aspirin. Headache? It's a beast of a one, Doctor. Uh, Since early this afternoon. Oh, too bad. Nothing quite so distressing as a headache. But we'll have that fixed up in a very little while. Just come along with me, Miss Lane. Come along? Yes, uh, into my office. Oh, oh, yes, of course. Uh, Mr. Cranston will excuse us. Do help yourself to that drink if you change your mind there in the cupboard. Cigarettes in the box and the radios in the cabinet behind you. Come, Miss
2: Lane. Oh, I say, Doctor, won't an aspirin do the trick?
1: I have something far, far better than aspirin.
2: But I never dreamed there was anything better for headache.
1: There are more things in heaven and earth... Then you dream up, Mr.
2: Cranston Did you ring for me, Mr. Weston? Oh, yes, Sam, I dozed off Has Lamont Cranston phoned? No, sir, he ain't Ah, I thought maybe I'd missed it I'm expecting him to... Ah, there it is I'll get it, Sam, I'll get it Hello? Uh, hello? Oh, uh, hello, who? Oh, Bill Blair Hello, Bill Bill, I, I can't hear you What is it? What's the matter? What? Gatehouse. What gatehouse? What? Tell Lamont what. He's with you, isn't he? Isn't he, Bill? Bill, what in the blazes is going on? Bill! 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 Huh. Taking a long time with her headache. Maybe maybe I will have that drink. Covered, he said, didn't he? Mm. Right. What in the name of... There's no liquor here. I'm a jam full of books. Well, maybe the radio works. Ah, success. You are hearing a series of compositions played by our studio organist. We are sorry to announce that the organ recital originally scheduled from Angelus Hall has been cancelled due to the mysterious disappearance of Mr. Sigmund Arnold, the noted organist. Mr. Arnold, whose famous technique has thrilled many... Sigmund Arnold? Mysterious disappearance of Sigmund... Dr. Griswold Dr Griswold Dr Griswold gentlemen oh it's you tofu look there's something very strange going on gentlemen doctor sent me to tell you young lady's headache very bad Very bad kind of headache must make treatment at once most important take long time three four hours maybe five He asked me ask you you want to wait if I want to wait? Say, what is this? Where is he? Let me by. Gentlemen, don't come in here. Poor who hurt him back? You want to see me, Mr. Cranston? Yes, what the devil does he mean? What's the matter with Margot?
1: Incipient dementia precox, I'm afraid, Mr. Cranston. What? A dread malady, but you need not worry. I shall nip it in the bud, as the saying goes, by means of a treatment known only to myself. Where is she? I'm afraid I can't allow you to see her.
2: You can't allow me to see her? Now, listen to me, Griswold. We haven't asked for treatment, and I demand that Miss Lane be released immediately. You
1: demand? You demand? Just as you say, sir. As a matter of fact, if you really prefer that I don't treat the girl, I shall... Oh! (laughs) It's awful, my pet. Well done. Your master approves. The timely blow, the splendid timely blow. Now, Mr. Cranston, what are your demands? Uh, you don't speak. Take him away, Tarfu. Lodge him in the gatehouse with my other enemy where I shall attend to them both in my good time. In my good time, when I have treated Miss Lane's aching head, when I have proved to the world that the great spirit master congliostro guides my hand, that there are things in heaven and earth beyond men's dreams. <laughs>
2: No. I got gotcha. you. Well, At least immediately. Uh, huh? Where? Well, Where? Well, oh. Oh, yes. I a... Who's there? I can't see you. Who's there? Come on, Bill. Bill, is it you? Yes. Where's Fargo? With Griswold. Rizzle, why, he's one of my patients. What? Yes, he's obsessed with the idea that Cogliostro is his guardian angel. This is just the opportunity he needs to use my insulin. Insulin? Yes, he's absolutely fascinated with it. Cause of his downfall. I don't. do you think he'll... Die? I think he'll undoubtedly kill her if we don't stop him. There's no hope of be behavior. Even another one of them. Rizzle's absolute slave. Oh. Three days ago, they attacked my male nurse, MacPherson, and killed him with his own gun. When they broke in the door of my office, I tried to get out through an emergency passageway under the building. But Torfu caught me, took my keys. The next thing I knew, I was regaining consciousness here in the gatehouse with my leg broken. Bill, we've got to get out of here. Yes, yes try and do it. A few minutes ago, Torfu caught me putting in a call to Weston and ripped the telephone off the wall. Mm. Well, didn't you say something about an underground passageway? Yes, but that's out in the grounds. It can't do us much good. Mm, I've got to get to Margo. Maybe we can work the bolt from the inside, Bill. It wouldn't help much if we could. The door opens out on the highway, not into the ground. Oh. Besides, Lamont, you'd have precious little time to work with Torfu coming to the door every few minutes to make sure his birds haven't flown. I tell you, I wouldn't come to grips with him armed with anything less than a revolver. But can't you handle him psychologically? That's quite a job, old man. His one weakness is a wild obsession with cutting instruments. Swords, razors, and all that sort of thing. It's as dangerous as dealing with the worst sort of trunk murderer. Mm -hmm. Yes, I see. What was that? I said trunk murderer. Trunk murderer? Come in handy for a trunk murderer, if you ask me. Now, what are you talking about? Something Margot said earlier this evening, when the world still seemed sane. If they didn't rifle my pocket, up. no. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Here what is? Something with which to pass me tofu. A real shiny, sharp, long-bladed jackknife. Do you get the idea? Uh, yes, I think I do. I think I do. Say, there's a chance with that Lamont. The one real chance we've got left. Now let's see. You come back in a moment now, and when he does, I'll. <laughs> Here he comes. I'll occupy him with a knife while you sneak quietly away. And what about the wall? There's a low place in the wall about 90 feet below the gate. I think with luck you'll be able to get over it while I'm coping with Torfu as best as I can. You know what you are, Doc. That... What? The salt of the earth. You're here. Yes, Torfu. We're here. Good. Don't go away. Come in, Torfu. I've got something to show you. No one to see. Oh, you'll want to see this. Strike a match, Lamont. Here. Yeah. Look, Torfu. Look. Look how it shines, sharp too, like a razor. Oh, knife? Yes, a knife. Here it is. It's yours. No. Come on, touch it, tofu. No. Oh, well, we thought you'd like it. We thought you liked sharp things. No. No. Why, it's all for you, tofu. All you have to do is take it. No. No. <laughs> give me, give me, tofu one. That's right. Now, sit here beside me, Tofu, Mm -hmm. and you can have it. Mm -hmm. Good Good luck, luck. Shinela. Get over the wall. Mm -hmm. Like it, Mm Tofu? Tofu got knife. Shine. Shine. Sharp. He got knife. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of for an officer of the law riding around with you in the back couple of a motorcycl Hey Finnegan look with you uh, what is it I see at the top of the wall Ya I don't know but I see it myself. Why it's this sanitarium figure at think Finnegan or uh, maybe something's happening at last O'Shea Come on me boyo we'll give him a bit of a surprise. What's going on here? House-breaking? No, uh, listen to me. No time to waste. I'm not a thief. I'm from inside. Oh, then you're not breaking in. You're breaking out. Yes. Uh, No, now look. The man inside who is presumably the doctor is, as a matter of fact, a madman. Oh, I... I see. The doctor is a madman. Well, now, isn't that just the way they always talk, okay? Now, please, don't make any mistake. My name is Lamont Cranston, and I'm. I'm sure, to... you're a fine gentleman, and we're just going to take you back to the good doctor, where you'll be safe and comfortable. Oh, no, you don't. Piper's ankle, oh, crochet! Come on, me, I, I, you I, boy, you. Boy.
1: Oh, Thank you, officers. You've done your duty in returning the patient, but I'm afraid I can no longer be responsible for him. Four breaks in one month, I. I really must ask you to take him into custody and hold him until I can arrange a transfer.
2: Well, I guess it's in the line of duty here. Now, just a minute. Say, doctor. Yes, my good
1: man? This fellow said his name was Lamont Cranston. Now, I've heard that name before somewhere, and I wondered if... (laughs) You you need not wonder a moment longer. They're all like that. Uh, Just a moment. I'll demonstrate. Number eight. Number eight. What do you want? I've missed my concert, you know. Now, Mr. Cranston, as you call yourself, who is this patient? He's
2: Sigmund Arnold, the world-famous organist. What? Sigmund huh. Arnold, is it? Huh. Out to go, my fine boy Oh, Grab him well, there, O'Shea. Good evening to you, doctor. A fine, balmy evening to you. Now, come along, you, and... <laughs> Now take it easy. Nothing's gonna happen to you. I only want to point out to you for the record, gentlemen, that Dr. Blair, the real owner of this establishment, is in that gatehouse over there at the mercy of a black monster seven feet tall. Sure, oh, sure, I know. With green eyes, and snakes are coming out from the top of his head, eh? Oh, uh, uh, come along now, and enough of your talk. To- uh, uh, what blazes uh, is that? Now, uh, what is it? Throw your light over there. Look at the window. Uh, sure, heaven preserve us. He's right. Two men are fighting over there okay. Two men? Oh. A man oh. and a giant of me Don't you don't! You, Stop! Stop! Oh, you should have held your fireman The big one has run out on the highway Don't worry about him The slave won't deserve the master oh, One of us is lonely, Mr. Cranston And I'm afraid it ain't you I want to say right now Time to sh- talk now You attend to Dr. Blair I have an appointment An urgent appointment To keep with Griswold
1: No, no, please don't no, do The time has come, my bird. No, you can Now, with the aid of the master no. hand that guides me, I shall heal you. No, stop it. Oh, Cogliostro, remain with me. No, no. <laughs> what? Who's there? I can see no one. Shadow. Of
2: course you cannot see me. No one has seen me these 300 years and more. I am that master spirit of whom you battle such vain nonsense.
1: Cugliostro.
2: I have come to tell you the truth, mortal. Cagliostro does not guide your hand. Never has he helped you, and never will he. It's not
1: true. It's not true. No, no, no. Who would know better than I? I am
2: that power in which you believe. I am the great spirit whom you thought watched over you. I know you not, mortal. No. Release this girl. You have no skill. You'll only blunder again. And I, who know all, tell you this.
1: No. If that is true, then I have nothing.
2: Nothing. You were something once and can be again. Go to the doctor who is watching over you. He can help you. Go to him.
1: No. No, it's all over. I'm a failure.
2: Where are you going?
1: Through a passageway which leads under the building to
2: death. If you attempt to escape, they will kill you. It doesn't matter. Come back. Come back, Griswold.
1: It doesn't matter. Nothing matters.
2: Nothing! Nothing! Lamont, where's Margo? Is she all right?
1: Here I am, Bill. Safe and sound, please. Oh, good,
2: Margo. Where's
1: Griswold? Look, isn't there someone moving along the wall?
2: Throw your flashlight over there. There's something there, all right. It's... Why, it's Griswold!
1: Visual, what are you doing? Don't come any closer, Dr. Blair. This last trick is mine.
2: He's got a gun. MacPherson's revolver. Yes,
1: gentlemen. MacPherson's revolver. He mustn't get
2: away. He's completely out of control. What can we do? What's that?
1: Look, I get It's It's Torpu! Master, you are not leave Torpu. Not leave me, master. Stand back. I'm going over the wall alone. No, leave me. No, no. Back. Back, I say.
2: (laughs) You not leave me.
1: Stand back, Torquo. I'm armed. You're not. Torquo. Um, I got knife. Put, put down the knife. Knife! Toss! Toss! Put down! Ah!
2: Now, you go, and talk. will go with you. He's dying. Is there nothing we can do for him? Nothing but pray for both their souls. Pray for both their souls. Mm. Sigmund Arnold, and the program scheduled for last evening. Mr. Arnold is now bowing. Well, God's in his heaven again.
1: Lovely weekend. Well,
2: I'm afraid it wasn't very restful. <laughs> <laughs> My dear friend, I shall weekend hereafter in the pastoral calm of Broadway and 52nd Street. <laughs> but
1: I did get something out of it, you know. Mm, what was that? My headache. It's completely gone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Today's story is based on a story copyrighted by the Shadow Magazine. The characters' names, places, and plot are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The Shadow knows. Next week, same time, same station, the Blue Coal Dealers of America bring you an adventure of the shadow that will thrill you as you've never been thrilled before. So be sure to listen, and be sure to phone your friendly Blue Coal Dealer for greater heating comfort at less cost.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear?
2: Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Was it really necessary for both Tofu and Griswold to kill each other? That whole scene... Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at dot com, or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with the shadow. For I Love Old Time Radio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.